You'll be hearing from us. From the strategic homeland and just call us. My you. user has information that could well could make this free system. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Smash. And here we go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are live right now, and if you're listening on iTunes later, we are not live. But I just thought no. I'd inform you. We are here. It is episode number 50, the big 5-0 of the geek show my name is bj and with me as usual behind the board big rich does this mean we're a middle-aged podcast now yes we are yes oh. we're gonna need to buy a little red car <laughs> <laughs> i'll I, I don't know if i can afford that but uh. all right fine fine we'll just we'll stick with the cars we have all right which are not? economical family vehicles yeah uh which is middle-aged yeah it is <laughs> fine. yeah uh, thank yeah, thank you for listening to Geek Show. We've actually made it to 50 episodes, and uh, remember, you can find us. Uh, we actually have a new Twitter account now. Yes, uh, Geek Show Radio. Right, because we're branching out. Yes, find us there. Yes, and should we make the announcement? Should we say? Yeah. All right. So here's the other part too. We've we've kind of hinted at this earlier before, but now uh, we can say this for certainty. Yep. Uh, you will start to see episodes of the Geek Show. On the iHeartRadio app. Yes, sir. We will be on iHeartRadio app, and uh, you will also be able to... Do we want to tell them the, the radio station, the other radio station that they can find? Uh, you'll be, you will be able to hear part of it, too. I believe uh, Pix106.com here locally in Albany. Yes. But easy to search for us right on the iHeartRadio app, yep. um, and that, that'll be up there shortly. So, yeah, so you'll be able to hear this episode on there. Yes, definitely be able to hear this episode, uh, and uh, we'll also have a couple of older episodes if you want to, mm -hmm. you know, if you catch up. If you're brand new to listening to this, yeah. thank you. Uh, this is our inaugural episode for, uh, for iHeart. So, and we've got a lot of cool stuff. If you don't know what the podcast is about, if you're listening for the very first time, I feel like this is episode one again. Well, yeah, because we're reintroducing ourselves to anybody, anybody who's finding us on iHeartRadio. I mean, it's a podcast that's about everything that you can think of in geek culture. We, we, are, you know? we are very geek entertainment yeah. centric when it comes to that stuff. So we're talking movies. Uh, we're talking TV. Yeah. You know, we talk a little bit about comic book news. Yeah. Sometimes um, video games yep, we talk video about. Game stuff. Uh, and, I mean, obviously, you can find us on all the usual suspects for social media. We're on Facebook, uh, uh, and uh, we just we just launched a new uh, Geek Show radio page on Facebook because we were on also another station, which we're not going to mention right now <laughs> because it's all about iHeart today. Today. iHeart's getting all the glove today. So, um, But still... Uh, Geek, uh, you can find Geek Show, uh, Geek Show Radio. That's what you want to look for on Facebook. Also on Twitter now, uh, Geek Show Radio. Mm -hmm. And uh, who knows? We maybe even have our own uh, YouTube page at some point. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably set something like that up. Uh, but, yeah, if you do a search for Geek Show, you'll, you'll, you'll pretty much find us yeah. uh, on iTunes and all that. So all of, just search for Geek Show Radio. You'll find us. Yeah, anywhere. Um, and shout out to uh, Dr. John Cooper who yeah. listened to the show thank and you, liked Coop. enough. So thank, thank you, Coop. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to date myself. I remember listening to you back before I got into broadcast radio when you were doing middays on picks. We uh, <laughs> after Mason and Sheehan. One one of the people in our building just just turned 30 years old, and, and oh. in in the card that went around to everybody, Coop wrote in it, 
congratulations on turning 30 years old. I've been in this business for 30 years. Like, <laughs> so when she was a baby, he was just getting his start. Wow. Pretty crazy. That is, that is crazy. A lot of, I mean, a lot of the people that, that, that I used to listen to growing up mm-hmm. now, I mean, you don't really hear them on the air anymore. They've, they've gone behind the scenes. Like, yeah. like Coop, mm-hmm. he's... What is he? He's, he's program director. He's program director. He does middays on on picks. Oh, he still does middays. Okay. Yep. And uh, other than that, though, he's got his. He's got so many hats that he wears. You I, know, I yeah. barely see him. I, I mean, he's the one that I answer to, and yeah. like if I can snag him for a few <laughs> minutes. So it was lucky that I was able to let him listen to the Geek Show. He liked it enough and That's said, "Hey, cool. throw it up on iHeartRadio." So. That's cool. Thank, thank, thank you, thank you, uh, Coop. Uh, we we appreciate it. We really do. Yeah. Um, but let's uh, let let's go ahead and get into the show. And the, everybody that's listening on iHeart for the first time, let's you can kind of get a feel now for what we're going to be doing here because this is it. This is the meat and potatoes. Oh yeah, and we also sometimes live stream on YouTube, so you can you know if you follow us, you'll find out when we live stream. But let's get into it. Uh, so the big news, the big, yeah, you know, news that basically hit the geek entertainment world was that Lord and Miller mm-hmm. directors Lord and Miller are now out over at Disney and Lucasfilm. They were doing the Star Wars, uh, the Han Solo uh, anthology movie, the standalone movie. They're out. Yeah, creative differences. Right, and I, it's kind of troublesome when you hear that because I wasn't so. You know, I wasn't so sold on these guys doing the project anyway. I mean, they had done, you know, the Lego movie. Yeah. And they had been responsible for, like, the 2021 20, Jump Street reboot. Oh, Channing Tatum they, and those are the guys? Yeah, like, that's the kind oh, of stuff. And I know geez. that they've done some TV stuff. Um, yeah, I think they worked on Last Man Standing on ABC. Last Man, that was a you good know, show, but still. I, I think, I don't know if they were the right guys for the job, but, I mean, you know, now we're never going to know. Because yeah. if you had asked me about the Russo brothers, yeah, um, I would have never thought that they were going to do such a fantastic job with Winter Soldier or Civil War. Yeah. And now they're taking on Infinity yeah. War. We're never going to get a chance to see it with these guys. But when it comes to Star Wars and when it comes to Marvel, mm-hmm. these guys know what they want. And apparently after you know things had started working on this movie, they had decided that this wasn't the Star Wars movie that they were hoping for. And they needed to, they needed to move forward with it. And they, they're going to find somebody else to do the job now. Yeah. So my question is, now that you have Lord and Miller out, who's next in line? And and, and you have a suggestion here. No, well, he's actually been... He's, oh, he's, these are the talks. He, the, the, no, he hasn't been... The, the talk is done. He was oh. hired. Oh, I didn't know he was already hired. I believe... Man, I have been off. Everything I've, that I've been reading, he yeah. has been hired. Ron Howard wow. is now in charge of the Han Solo movie. So Opie from Mayberry... Yeah. Has got all this, How, do and you, you he, know he's an amazing act. He's an amazing actor, and he's also an amazing director. I would I would argue that I mean his that his directing is just so much so much better. I know than, than his acting. I mean he hasn't done much acting. Well, yeah, recently he hasn't done anything you know? since like Happy Days back in the seventies right. and eighties. I mean he's done a few things here and there. Right. You know, um, like Return to Mayberry, I think was the last thing he <laughs> ever did. I mean, if you want to just see, you know, just judge Ron Howard's directing ability. Oh God, Apollo yeah. thirteen. Just watch Apollo 13. Cocoon. No, was, Cocoon 2. Yeah. Cocoon 2. I mean, he did some amazing... And American Graffiti. Um, I think he did American Graffiti. Oh, yeah, did he, he did not? do American... Which was a George Lucas movie. Right. So... Um, There's the tie. I, I think right there, that is is the... Um, I, I, I really think Disney is, is, is has gotten the best director that they can get for this project. Uh, and we even did a poll on our brand new Twitter account. Yeah. We did a poll... Uh, which, do we need a drum roll? Uh, yeah. Do, do, uh, 
What do you think of Ron of uh, at Real Ron Howard taking over the director's chair for the Han Solo movie? Hashtag Star Wars. Uh, the options were he's going to nail it. I'm not so sure. I'm indifferent. And uh, this is this this has only been going for about two days. This poll, but okay, uh, 100 of the respondents say he's going to nail it. So that's only two votes. <laughs> how so. could he? I mean, how could he not nail it? This is probably like a huge. This is probably like yes. a big dream for him. I yeah. mean, I mean, Star Wars. Ron Howard is is in his fifties. Yeah, you know, so Star Wars came out fresh for him. He was a teenager you know? when it came out. So that's like, I mean, he's he's been watching this and probably loving it for a long time. Yeah. First as a fan, then probably from a director's right. and actor's standpoint. Right. Um. But I mean, this has got to be a really big dream for him. And if he's behind it, I can get behind it too because Ron Howard has never, in in my opinion, done anything that has been that has been bad. So. Yeah. I mean, this is. I'm 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 ecstatic, really. I really am. I can't wait to see this now. I was I was already very happy to to go see the Han Solo movie. Um, I like that Disney is you know uh, you know giving us a lot of Star Wars, which is great. I'm a little I'm a little wary that you know of how much they're giving us. Yeah. Um, that's my only other concern. But I think they have a focus. They do. I think they do have a focus, and it's not only besides making money. It's also giving the fans what they want. Which I think is huge because I almost feel like George Lucas kind of wanted that, but then also wanted to do the things that he always wanted to do when it came to Star Wars, when it came to the prequels. Yeah. Like he wanted to do the stories that he wanted to tell, maybe not necessarily everything the fans wanted. Right. Um, and I think that's what we have now yeah. going forward. Like they know they know who they need to please. Yes. You know? And, and and the other thing too is not to get on my high horse about the uh, about the prequels that you know, George has always said from the beginning, these movies were made for the kids. Right. The only one that was really made for the adults was Rogue One. That's yeah. the only one that was made for the adults. Well, I, I would say episode three. Episode three was, that had a very adult. That was, it was a very adult. Mature, well, I mean, if you, if you think about it, you know, when, when kids usually, when parents usually take their kids to the movies, they saw the first one. If you think about the aging progression mm-hmm. in that, I think it was right on the mark because it was PG, what was it, PG-13? Yeah. Or was it, straight? no, it was a straight up PG. The others were PG-13, which I think PG-13 is lower than PG. A PG is higher. No, well, PG-13... PG is parental guidance suggested. Like, right. So anybody could go see a PG, but PG thirteen. Okay. You have to be thirteen. Yeah. So all right. So yeah. So yep. The 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 other sequels were all PG. Mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith episode three was PG thirteen. Right. So if you think about it, when you you know you brought your kids to the first prequel, mm-hmm. all the way up to the last one, that that kind of fits in the age because in the progression of ages how, when they're getting older yeah so I thought the rating fit fit perfectly so the the whole story being much darker and actually mm-hmm. seeing the fall of Anakin was it, I, I thought it was right on and a lot of people now are coming to my side on this they don't think the prequels were as bad as as, as they you know as everybody else was saying um, well I think you need them to tell the story you especially need them to tell the story that they're telling now mm-hmm. um they're not. I mean, they're certainly not as good as the originals. Right. Um, I still just the only one that I really just don't like and I just don't enjoy watching is is Attack of the Clones. I mean, that's really? the only one. There are parts of it that I enjoy. You know, the start of the clones, Obi Wan going and finding the clones right. and dealing with Jango Fett and that whole thing. Um, but there's other parts of it that I just don't enjoy. You know, 
But, I mean, episode three, you know, I, I really like that one. You just um, don't like the sand, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it gets, it's coarse. It gets in everything. Right, right, right. right. Okay. Well, all right. But I, 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 I love the, I mean, obviously Sith, in my opinion, is much better than the other prequels. Yeah. I enjoy the prequels uh, just as much as the original three. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Jar Jar, he was, he was annoying, but right. to me, tolerable enough to watch right. the movie. It was, he was a kid's character. That's, right. I mean, the movie was made for kids. I keep right. that in mind. I don't understand that. I mean, the Gunguns in general, uh, yeah. they just weren't they weren't my cup of tea. Um, but episode one had so many yeah. things that I that I did like. I loved seeing this, you know, I loved seeing the, the, the old Senate and everything. And yeah. How, like, things the, were the, classier, you know. Yeah. It was just like a more dignified time. And it's almost like Obi-Wan said, a more dignified yeah. weapon for a more dignified and, and, time. And look at all the – and look at – I mean, and, and even in the design, Lucas had talked about this yeah. uh, in – I forgot Empire uh, – I forgot which one of the, the – when it was – it was one of the web shorts, I think, yeah. during the prequels and all that. He had talked about this. You know, this is – the Republic. This is everything is very artesian and and, mm-hmm. and you know and very not really. You didn't say snooty or anything like that. But when you look at the Naboo um, ship, you know the that in Episode One that they escaped on, very sleek lines, very right. artistic, very shiny, very avant-garde kind of stuff. All their guards lot, wearing conductor yeah, hats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, uh, but I think it all flowed in. You know, very, very nicely. I mean, and could we all just agree that we we wouldn't mind seeing more of Qui Gon Jinn? Have, have I would you know, love it. Liam Neeson as Qui Gon Jinn. I mean, that guy. I mean, he was one of my favorite Jedi's. You know? I would, I would love to see. I mean, obviously, you know, you can't make all these guys look the same because obviously they've aged. Right. You know, 15, 20 years right. since those movies. But I think an animated version... I mean, Dave Filoni has proved that the animated version of Star Wars yeah. is just as compelling, just as good right. as the live-action stuff. And right. we've seen that with Clone Wars, mm-hmm. the Clone Wars show, and we've also seen it uh, with Rebels. It's like they have they have some growing pains that they go through, yeah. and I think the first Every seasons... Show does. Every um, show does. But then they start making it for the fans, yeah. and that's when you really start appreciating yeah. it. And you can really, really dive yeah. into it and get into yeah. it. And, so. and, I've, and I will, I've said this before in other episodes. I will say it again. Dave Filoni is the heir apparent to Lucas. Yeah. He is the new George Lucas. Um, him, his cowboy hats... Um, and his love of all sports teams in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. um, you know, and wolves because he's that, that's his thing. He likes wolves. It's just funny because like you can almost I know like, I don't know why I know this. F- yeah, you are. You, are you stalking him? Do we have something else to talk about Dave, here? Dave, I'm gonna be in your freezer next week. Make sure you have some frozen uh, bananas in there. I love those treats. <laughs> Then uh, he his feel of Star Wars that he does on the television yeah. shows just it has that yeah. that original saga feel to it, and that's and, I think what makes it feel so good to I watch. I mean, and he worked so closely with Lucas on Clone Wars, so that's what really um, I mean that's that's how he knows what mm-hmm. he needs to. Plus, he was always you know he was already a big big fan of the right. franchise. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, but I mean, we've also we've gotten way off on a tangent from <laughs> Ron Howard in the Han Solo movie, but you kind of get right where we're going at in regards to, um, you know, Disney does have the fans' heart uh, foremost in their mind. They want to keep the fans happy. Yeah. They know if they screw this up, that's the end of it. That is, I mean, seriously. Yeah, like Star Wars has you have to like Star Wars has been a cultural phenomenon 
for you know 40 years right and people like me fans you know i saw it when i was six i saw the first movie when i was six years old and i've been a fan ever since you screw with me you're screwing with yeah some a, a very huge fan base that you know they're the ones paying your you know they're the ones giving you like a billion and a half two billion three billion dollars a year in profits the thing that i don't that i don't want to see and that you know maybe this is the direction they didn't want to go with because there is a certain amount of of, of humor and everything. Oh yeah, uh, that would go with a Han Solo film. It's yeah. just his personality, very sarcastic and whatnot. Um, but what, but what you don't want to see is that, you know, you don't want to see that too much. Right. You know. Um, and I think maybe that's possibly what they saw. I mean, like I said, that they, they did a lot of comedy. That was their background was comedy. Yeah. Um, maybe they'd be better for inserting humor here or there. But if that's not the kind of picture that. You know, Marvel or not Marvel, but Disney and and Lucasfilm want to see. Right. I mean, they know what they want to see. Yeah. I mean, come on. I yeah. mean, they know what Star Wars is. They know what we want. And if yeah. it's not in line with that, you know what? I have full faith that they have moved in the right direction with yes. this. So I mean, so I th- we we both agree. Ron Howard, good for the new Han Solo yes. movie. Uh, Lord and Miller out. Okay, whatever. Do, go do your own thing. Yeah, 20, Lego Movie was great. Go, go make yeah, Lego Movie was. Go make Lego fantastic. Movie too. Yeah, go make Lego Movie too. We'll, we'll go see that. I still haven't seen Lego Batman. Ah, uh, I've I haven't seen it yet. I yeah. want to. I don't know. You know, but whatever. I hear it's good. That's what I hear too. So all right, well, we'll we'll leave that for another episode. <laughs> Our, our late Lego Batman review. Our late, That's what very we're late Lego. Yeah. <laughs> we're so poor, we have to wait until it I comes out on video. I, I swear, I didn't see the I didn't see the Lego movie until uh, a year or a year and a half or two after it had already come out. So I think I think we took um, did we take Terry for that one? I think we took Terry for that one. Mm-hmm. She was big into Lego, so we took yeah. her, and then she loved it. It was a great movie. It was yeah. fun. Um, okay, so uh, the next. Um, should we stick with the whole Marvel? Uh, yeah, why don't we stick with... Let's stick with, with the Marvel run because that's what we've got going on. Yeah. So uh, the next one, you know, the next thing we were going to talk about was the Spider-Verse. Right. Sony's got this idea for a Spider-Verse. You know more about this. You've been following this yeah. more. Because I've been very disillusioned since Sony brought out, um, you know, the Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. And, yeah. And, I mean, it's just, you know, that ending with the rhino and everything. It's just, right. It's just bad. I mean, it's, that's that's all gone now and everything has shifted to... God. To Tom Holland, what we saw with his introduction in Civil War, and of course now we're just uh, a week or so away from Spider-Man: Homecoming hitting yep. theaters on July seventh. Yep. So that's gonna that looks more promising to me than than some of the other Spider-Man films. But I will say that the Tobey Maguire first two movies that he made with mm-hmm. Spider-Man back in the day, those are two of my favorite movies. Yeah, those you know? those two were, were I I still like them. They're Spider-Man good. two is. Fantastic. Spider-Man 2 was awesome. And I when when they came out with the version 2.5 on DVD yeah. with the extra long mm-hmm. Doc Ock fight scene on the subway and yeah. all of that, I, I bought that. Oh, it's so good. It was. I, 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 had, so good. I already had Spider-Man 2. I bought Spider-Man 2.5, um, and I got a great deal on it. I think yeah. I got it for like three bucks because right. that was when Google was starting up their page. <laughs> so I, I grabbed it. Why not? Um, but, yeah, that was a great movie. Tobey Maguire... I, I don't. I mean, he, honestly, I don't think he's as good as Tom Holland. Okay. I really don't. Uh, I think Tom Holland has nailed the character. Well, he's nailed young, very young Spider-Man, yeah. which is you know that's where you want him to start. Yeah. Um, 
And they tried with Toby, but the, you know they aged him up for the second one, and 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 that was it. That's all we had for high school was one movie. Yeah. Whereas I think like he has to be in high school for a longer period of time. Yeah, a lot because a lot of his early adventures mm-hmm. started in high school, and I right. think they sh- they they should keep it like that. Absolutely. Um. So that was that was perfectly fine. But now we've got this Spider Verse. Right. So now we're talking stuff like um you know Venom. Right. Uh, Craven. Yeah. Mysterio. Right. All of that kind of stuff. Stuff you'd think you'd see in a standalone Spider-Man movie. Right. But, but by they're talking themselves. about Yeah. So How? Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal were doing press for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. And they started asking him about this Spider-Verse stuff because I guess, you know, I don't know if it's official or not, but I guess Tom Hardy is really, really in the running for Venom. And that, that could be official. It could be Tom Hardy is definitely going to be Venom. Okay. Don't quote me on that. Um, and now they're saying that Carnage is going to be in this Venom standalone movie. However, we've still, we, we haven't even been introduced to Venom no. in this new Spider-Man world that is no. connected to the MCU. So, um, yeah, so what, I mean... I, I don't get what Sony's trying to do here. Well, here's the thing. So Amy Pascal kind of went rogue, and she said that everything that you see about Tom Holland and Spider-Man is something that them and Marvel are trying to um, to introduce. Okay, so they're introducing um, they're introducing this Tom Holland Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, and then everything else is within that universe but not necessarily 100% going to be connected to what's happening in the MCU. So right. it's within this Spider-Man shared universe that Marvel and Sony have. Okay. But it's not necessarily going to contain anything that has to do with the MCU, not even Spider-Man. So that has a lot of people scratching their heads because you I don't think you can't have Venom without Spider-Man. You certainly can't have Carnage without Venom first yeah. being a antagonist for Spider-Man. Exactly. You can't just jump into it and have Carnage be in a in a Venom movie and what Venom just somehow exists. Like I don't understand Where, the direction. Where's the going. story? I mean, what Well, here's here's the thing. Here's this is a theory I've had and I wanted to run this by you. Yeah. And I don't know if this holds water, but I think it does. So, we've got uh, you, have you have you let me ask you this. Have you seen the little uh little uh mini Mini, uh, uh, um, uh, oh, I don't know why you want to go. It's, it's, it's just a little short, uh, video of, like, say, um, uh, um, Iron Man, Tom Holland, and, uh, was it Mark Ruffalo or somebody else? But they're on the set of Infinity War and they're just talking about the movie and coming together and being fans uh-huh. of all that and everything. And you notice that everybody else is kind of in their costume or in the elements of their costume because some of it is CG and all that. Yeah. But Tom Holland mysteriously is in gloves and a jacket. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, hmm, they actually go out into space to fight Thanos in this. Mm-hmm. That's where the symbiote is from. I mean, maybe maybe you're right. I'm thinking that's that's how they're going to introduce the symbiote storyline. It's and it's, it's very possible. It's either going to be, and he's either going to be, you know, that's how they're going to bring in the symbiote for. Uh, they're going to have the symbiote as the villain for the standalone Spider-Man movie that they're going to do, uh, the next one they're going to do for home yeah. from Homecoming, uh, or um, they're you know this is setting up the whole Venom thing. That I mean, they could do. It's not but then, bad. Then they're not really. Then I, I don't. I, I just don't get it. I mean, there is no. Uh, but it's a theory. It's a, it's a good theory because you have to introduce the symbiote. It comes from space, and the right. only space that we know that's within the MCU right now 
has to do with Thanos, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and the first Avengers movie where the Chitari or the Chitari came from space. Right. So that's what we know of space in that world. If you're going to introduce Venom right, it's got to come from that. It's not a bad idea that maybe Thanos is who introduces this thing. So mm. we could see what happens with that. But um, I'm just really confused by it, you know, because it's it's not they're not even going to feature Spider-Man in these, but somehow it's going to be connected to Spider-Man and it's somehow going to be connected to the MCU, but not directly connected. Kind of like how everything that's currently going on on Marvel television is connected to the MCU, but not necessarily have an effect on the MCU. MCU. Yeah. Um, so that's just, you know, I, I think Sony sees cha-ching because yeah. they... Cha-ching. Because Marvel finally, you know, the, with the shared property of being able to write Spider-Man the way they wanted to, mm -hmm. finally has it right. Um, so I think that's I think that's a lot to do with it. Um but yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I think it's a good theory, though. Uh, yeah, I, I, I. They just want to cash in. They, they yeah. I mean, so Sony has been doing so bad with their movies, yeah. in regards to uh, you know Spider Man. It's yeah. I, I mean, and everybody thought that you know Sony would never go for the deal that that we have now. And then there was the Sony hack, and then we found out that yeah, they were actually talking. Right. And, and then they kept saying, no, 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 nothing's going on, nothing's going on. Bull. Right. We knew it was going on. Right. Come on. We're not that dumb. Um, so now, I mean, and I'm, I'm just kind of hoping that, um, you know, uh, Fox sees the same kind of thing. I mean, they got a little extra taste with, with you know, X-Men. Yeah. Um, you know, Days of Future Past and, 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 and First Class and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But now I'm hoping that because... Uh, Apocalypse didn't yeah. do too hot, but Logan did really, really. Well, I mean, Logan, that was that was the yeah. Logan was brilliant. I mean, Logan was different than anything that you have seen. It was yeah. that was a great film. That you know? was awesome. Man. Just such I, a great movie. I was I I mean I swear to God I was about ready to squirt tears at the oh, end, man. So good. I it mean, was Logan so was good. phenomenal. I mean, Logan is on the level of Deadpool as far as what Fox did and they did it correctly. Yes. Um, I mean, and if you look at this. If you look at this in a different in a in a way, um, as I was trying to figure out Logan, you know, and the mm -hmm. timeline and, and how everything fit in. Yeah. Um, so Hugh Jackman wakes up at the end of Days of Future Past, right? He's back in the X Mansion. Everybody's there. Everybody's having a good time. Everything seems right because technically, the events of Logan are only a few years after that happens. But apparently, that is a different timeline. That is the original X Men timeline being mm -hmm. put back together, and Logan is on it uh, on the other on a different timeline. There, because there's two timelines, and and whatever happened with Logan is on a different timeline than that. So you're saying it's on the same timeline as X Three, or the? I think it's on the same. No, I think that's the original X Men timeline. So this is on the one that this is on the X Men timeline that happened because of what happened in Days of Future Past. I think. Okay. So on the new X-Men timeline that Apocalypse is on. Yeah. Because the other one is so it's basically finished. So I think that Logan is on a separate timeline. Okay. I think. I don't know. All, all I know is that it was a perfect perfect send-off for Hugh Jackman. Yep. And it, I'm really concerned at this point with the X-Men as a movie franchise. They're going Dark Phoenix. I don't think it's the time to do it because we've barely been introduced to the, this new Jean Grey that Sophie yeah. Turner has played. Yes. Okay? She played her as a supporting character in X-Men Apocalypse. 
Um, she was not a focus. Um, so I don't know how she's going to all of a sudden become this focus when, when you do a Dark Phoenix saga, which is like the quintessential yes. X-Men saga. Yep. That is like, that is the X-Men story. If you want to read an X-Men story, it is, it is just so good. It is like oh, yeah. one of the best eras of X-Men you can get. That's, That's yeah. why they're diving into it. Yep. But I just don't think it's the right time. And now I'm seeing that there might bring Dazzler into it. And we were talking about we that off the We were talking about air. that before, yeah, before we started, that yeah. Dazzler was more of an 80s. She should have been in Apocalypse. Right, in some way. That's, yeah, because that's... Well, technically she was. I mean, they should... Well, and she, but she didn't even make it into the final Well, it was like a, a cu- the cut scene. Yeah, it was, it was one of the cut scenes... From the mall, right? From the mall, because yeah. they did a whole big series of scenes from the mall where you're seeing Scott and Gene and, and Kurt and right. Jubilee. That was the other thing, and too. Jubilee. We got Jubilee... And they freaking took her out. I'm going to quote Honest Trailers here for yeah. a minute. Like the guys over at Screen Junkies. Stop trying to make Jubilee a thing. Just stop. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I liked Jubilee. I was there when they introduced her. I think she's I think she's a really nice character. But I would have liked to have seen her gotten a little screen time. I would have cared less in the rest of the, mo- of the, fan- of the movies. I mean, but just to show, yep, she's re- here she is. Right. We can do it. I mean, they, they did it in the... Um, the uh, um, the TV one. Yeah, I can't remember. I, f- I found it. it's on YouTube. I'll, I'll find oh, it. Oh, you're talking about Generation X. Generation X. Yes. Oh, I know it was terrible. That was so bad. It was terrible. The guy they had playing Banshee was oh god. Was his name even Banshee in it? I yes, think it, I it was feel Banshee. Like, I feel like there was a whole big deal. Uh, that was one of the things I think that really made that got Marvel ticked off was that they made this television show. This new television show coming out that Brian Singer is doing looks yeah. like a joke. By the way, The Gifted which is supposed to be a take on the X-Men, but it's in the future, and, like, mutants are now suddenly reappearing after years of not being around. It looks terrible. It looks like a teenage ABC family show, Pretty Little Liars garbage. This should serve as a warning to every other comic book creator, artist, writer, company out there that is shopping their IP to the Hollywood studios. Don't effing do it. And it's stupid because Brian Singer knows these characters. Yep. Brian Singer has yes. done really good things with them. He has done great yes. work. X-Men, X2, First Class, yep. Days of Future Past. Yes, he's proven And then, it. I don't know, he somehow lost his vision when it came to Apocalypse. He's not doing the Dark Phoenix, and now he's doing this gifted show, and it just looks absolutely terrible. I think it has to do with what's-her-name over there at Sony. I think well, she's, she's. This is Fox. Oh, this is Fox. This right. This is Fox. Yeah, but so still, it's somebody Fox. at. Well, either way, Fox is getting their fingers into everything. They right. haven't learned their lesson from Fantastic Four. Right. And all the other X Men. I mean, they're basically shooting blind. And, right. And you know, and it's not going to work. It's well, it just, goes back to what we were saying about Star Wars. They yeah. know what the fans want. They know the vision that they need to do. That is exactly the teams that worked on Deadpool and the yep. teams that worked on Logan knew. They knew yep. what the fans wanted. That is who that movie was made for. Right. So, there you have it. There you have it. So, whether or not that's going to come about, who knows? Right. We'll see. But, um, you know, with between, between Spider-Man and with, you know, now this X-Men thing... I mean, well, Sony, Sony's kind of gotten an idea. They, yeah. they learned... I think Sony learned their lesson for the most part because they did sign over to, to Marvel. Some of, you know, they, they, they gave Marvel some Well, they knew what they, they needed to make the character work. Yes. And they, they knew that they couldn't do it. They, yeah, they obviously knew that they, you know, where they were going. Give, you know, and 
Fox should be doing the same thing. They should be going to Marvel. There's there is no shame in in you know in what the hell what pride do you have left? You've had crappy movies. Right. Just go back to Marvel and say, all right, let's knock out a deal here where we can do like what you guys were doing with uh. You know, with with uh, Sony mm-hmm. in regards to Spider Man, we don't have to have. You know, I mean, they don't have to necessarily have the X Men in any of the MCU movies, right? But let's get the, the let's, writers. Let's involved. get let's get Marvel back into the game here yeah. with this because obviously they're not doing it right on their right. own. I mean, in the so, comics right now, they, they they've got some pretty strong stuff with Marvel in the comics. They've got the two lines out now with X Men, mm-hmm. X Men Gold and X Men Blue. One team focuses on the classic team, another team focuses on the newer X-Men. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really cool. And they're doing a good job with yeah. it. And, and, um, and the comic book X-Men never really were that integrated into the Marvel universe. They were kind of in their own separate universe. Well, but you'd see Spider-Man or Iron Man or somebody pop in every now every, and then. Every now and then. Um, the, thing that always got, <laughs> the thing that always got me about X-Men, which is why I think the X-Men kind of always should have lived in their own universe, is mm-hmm. like the same group of heroes which is the avengers which is made up of extraordinary people yeah. with abilities and stuff is celebrated as heroes and and everybody thinks they're great and everything captain america's fantastic that same society doesn't like mutants yeah which are doing the same thing about saving the world and being heroes and things like that yeah that you was know? kind of a little that was that was very yeah it didn't really make as much sense but right. now you're starting to but now a lot of, I mean, you're starting to kind of see that now in the movies where they're, they're you know. People aren't as tolerant. Yeah, they're, they're just not as tolerant, and they're just kind of starting to project those prejudices. I mean, Marvel's doing what they've always done with their comic books. They're taking yeah. real-world um, issues and bringing them to the characters in their comic books and playing out those stories and trying to give everybody a message yeah send a message that you know this is not okay this is okay what are you doing that kind of thing i mean when you think about everything that's going on in regards to you know the current political climate yeah and just with you know with isis and everything else i mean that's that's the you know that's what marvel was always always doing having these fantastic characters but dealing with real world problems why do you think peter parker was always broke he was right. a college student. Right. They, that they was got his it. thing. Yes, they got it. They got it. And DC now is starting to come into that. I mean, look at all the times they've relaunched, and each time they've relaunched, they've had this undergoing thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Cadmus. You got, you know, all these other organizations yeah. that are, you know, saying, you know, Superman is bad. Metahumans are bad. They're going to take over. They're going to kill us all. Right. You know, aliens are bad. You know, it's, it's the same kind of thing that... Um, you know that Marvel was 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 thrown out there. The same mm-hmm. kind of stories in that, but still, um, different characters. The message is still the same. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, should we move over to the TV side of things? Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, so um, kicking over to to DC now. Yeah, we don't have a. We don't really have anything for Marvel except for Defenders is out soon, and I'm excited for August. That. Yeah, baby. That's very Let's soon. Let's go for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, DC. Uh, they recently announced. Uh, Berlanti and um, uh, was it? Um, what's the other guy's name? Starts with a G. Um, oh, Guggenheim. Guggenheim, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, I think it's Guggenheim. Um, they just did their first unof- their first official meeting. Yep. For uh, doing the, uh, the another crossover event for DC Television, 
Uh, so it's going to be a four episode. They're yeah. saying it's going to include Flash, uh, the Legends, Arrow, and I'm guessing Supergirl, which, which is the only other, you mm-hmm. know, which is the fourth show. Um, and then they're also saying uh, outright, no Black Lightning right now. See, now, the, I watched the trailer for Black Lightning. I think it looks like a really awesome show, but from everything that I'm seeing about it is that it's not going to be involved in this CW world at all. But that's the same thing that they had said initially about Supergirl. Yeah, and then um, so we're thinking another multiverse, another Earth. I mean, I hope not. I hope that he's involved in the same world as these guys and maybe because uh, he obviously it's different he's he's a retired superhero right. not superhero retired kind of vigilante yeah and he's coming back out of it now that his kids are older and he's you know trying to to help with a gang problem in his city um and i think that it's really going to be a good show but i think that they're really going to miss out if it's not included in it i'm not saying that you need to have barry allen and 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 uh, Oliver Queen show up right. and give this guy a pep talk, yeah. but it would be cool if he could be involved with something that's going right. on. You and, know? and we see him at that Star Labs facility that looks suspiciously like the Hall of Justice from, yeah. from Super Friends. Which is cool. Well, I one. mean, wasn't Black Lightning was a big part of Super Friends, was he not? Or yeah, no? he yeah. was, but he had that unitard yeah. thing with the boots, yep. with the little elf boots, mm-hmm. and that was just, oh, God, that was a terrible costume. I, I think it's going to be a good show because it's unique, different. It's taking a, a really deep-cut character and giving yeah. him some new life and I'm just all about that. And isn't there isn't there some connection with Black Lightning and Static Shock? I thought there was like he was a mentor to Static Shock or something I think like so. that. Something like that. I know that in the cartoons, in the animated, it was it was more Batman than uh, right. Well, because I think like in the animated world, that's yeah. who we didn't see. Yeah, on. we didn't see Black Lightning really eat in no. in uh, Justice in the Justice League animated show. No. Nope. Or anything like that, nope. but we did see Static, which was kind of cool, because mm-hmm. um, he was this own this separate one. But they kind of fused all that together, yep. um, which was really nice. But I would, I would, I really hope they they find a way of bringing Black Lightning into this, right? Just because he he is he's a he's a cool character, yep, and he's one of those ones that really didn't get a lot of. Um, I mean, kind of like. Not not as high profile as Wonder Woman, obviously. Obviously, but still, uh, I mean, I so, think he deserves his own thing too. If they're doing this four episode crossover, the last one involved the alien invasion. Yeah, I'm trying to think what other one it could be. What what could it be? What what could we see that needs four people or something? Because um, everything is kind of open ended. Maybe they're going to do a crossover to try and get Barry out of the Speed Force because that's where he ended up at the end of this most recent season of Flash. And they said that they were gonna. This is gonna start in October, whereas the last one was like in uh, later on in the season. Right. So that, thought, that um, could. That's a good. They may kick it off. Theory. Kick it off with a crossover event because you're gonna need all hands on deck to try and get. Yeah. One of your founding father heroes out of this trouble that he went into. That would be a cool way to kick off season. Was it season four of Flash now, or season three of Flash? Season. So season one dealt with uh, Thor. Fawn. Season two was, was Zoom. Zoom. Season three was this one. So season four. So season four. So it's a good way to start off season four. I feel like I've been watching The Flash for a very long time. I know, but, but it's a good show. Yeah. I, I'm, I, my, I caught my daughter, my oldest daughter, watching it. Yeah. On Netflix. So. It's a good. It's a great it show, is. and it it's is. it's a good show that you can you know if you're even if you're not familiar with the character, you yeah. can love it. Like I said, I mean, I say it all the time. My wife loves The Flash. Yeah. I'm trying to get Kim to watch. I and mean, she likes she loves the Marvel movies. She yep. loves the action and everything. I'm like, 
this is just like the Marvels, it's except just weekly. It's weekly. <laughs> yeah. But no, no go. No so. go. Oh well. What are you gonna do? Um, but yeah. So I mean, the four over. So the four episode crossover is going to be happening uh, earlier rather than later in uh, the upcoming seasons, and uh, hopefully, you know that I. That, that sounds like a good theory that yeah. they're going to start. They'll do. They'll start it with like you know either Legends or Arrow or Supergirl, and then Flash will be like the last one where they finally get them back. I can't remember how this last season of Legends ended. I don't remember. I, I have yet to watch it. Okay, I don't remember how that one ended. Arrow was pretty dramatic. Yeah. Um, Kaboom. Flash was pretty dramatic, and Supergirl. I don't remember how Supergirl ended either. Supergirl Man, was am. kind. I think Supergirl was more. It wasn't as dramatic, dramatic, but it was more of, you know, Kara, you know, uh, Monel was gone. And right. It was just. Oh, she had to send him away. Right. She okay. had to send him away. And it was just, it was one of those tearjerker type of ones. Yeah. Um, you know, tearjerker endings, not like a cliff, super cliffhanger ending like you got with all the others. <laughs> with, yeah, with, with well, especially with, Arrow. Well, with Flash was more, Flash was more of a tearjerker kind of yeah. thing too. But yeah, Arrow was definitely big cliffhanger. Please. If you're listening to me, Greg Berlanti, I would like I would like involved in this crossover this time. Yeah. Uh, please get Manu Bennett back as Deathstroke because he is fantastic. Yes. And can we get superhero or Superman involved in it as well let's, as John Jones? Let's bring the Martian both Manhunter. In. Let's bring him in. Let's make it a true. I, and this is what I've always said. I've been saying this in past episodes that the TV shows are doing way better yeah. than the DC movies and that they should just basically knock this crap off where they say you can't have this, you can't have this, you can't have this because of the movies. That's that's BS because you gave us Superman and Supergirl. Yeah. Just bring just give us those guys. Yeah. Give us a give us an awesome Justice League crossover. Full on Justice Full League. On. Bring Bruce Wayne from another multiverse. <laughs> just get Ben Affleck to do it. Just, I don't think they're gonna do that. Come on! But just bring in a get somebody else to do it. Right. Bring in Bruce Wayne. You know, Batman. So we have Batman, Superman. We have Arrow. We have Flash. Get somebody for Wonder Woman. I I guarantee you, the fans know the difference between the TV and the movie characters. Yeah. You know, there's not gonna be any confusion. There is already no confusion between the TV and all that because there's nothing there. What I want to see, what I really want to see on Arrow is I want to finally see. We've seen hints of it with Ferris Air and all that. I want to see Hal Jordan. Yeah. Or give me Jon Stewart. Somebody. I mean, or there's got to be a Green Lantern. Give me somebody with Guy Gardner. I don't care. I want to see Guy Gardner get punched in the face, though, by Batman. Dude, Guy, Guy Gardner and Kyle Rayner together as Green Lantern teams. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> I, I mean, but still, I want I want them to bring in a Bruce Wayne, you know, Batman onto the TV shows, and if they're going to have Guy Gardner and Kyle Rayner or Guy Gardner and somebody one of the others, it's it's I, I still have to see Batman just punch Guy Gardner in the face. Right. I got to see that because that was the funniest scene I've ever seen in a comic book. You know, that was just it was awesome. Yeah, one punch. It was awesome. Uh. All right, but that's 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 my thing. But, okay. Um, but yeah, let's let's have Justice League on television. Why I, mean, not? I mean, they can. They've already did. They did Justice Society and whatnot. Yeah, they you did. Know, we got, got we got Hawkman. Right. I mean, we can bring him back or something. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So there we go. Um, yeah. Wait a minute. Think. No, oh, I'm thinking Smallville. Why am I thinking Smallville? Well, I mean, we had Hawkman. Shanks. We yeah. had we had Hawkman for a little bit on Legends. Yeah. 
Um, and, and we had cool. Hawkgirl for and a we had Hawk Girl. Legends. Bring it, do something. I mean, you're playing with time. Yeah. Do it. All right. Uh, I don't really have anything else. No, I think that about covers it. Until uh, I think next next thing we do will have to be see if we can't somehow see Spider-Man Homecoming. But I got to tell you, I don't know if I'm going to get to the theater to see it. I, I hate to be a bad fan, but I'm dealing with some serious Spider-Man fatigue. Uh-oh. And, uh, Why? You've been reading the comics? Or? No, I just like the last few Spider-Mans have been a letdown. And yes, I liked them in Civil War, but I just don't know if. I want to see another Spider-Man movie. I, 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 you know me. I'm the optimist. I got, yeah. I gotta go. And I've already, I've already tried, started laying the groundwork with with uh, Kim, uh, my wife, for uh, going to see it for like a date night thing. Right. So. Well, Spider-Man's your guy, and it fits right in with what she likes about going. You know, yeah. You got I'm, the Robert Downey Jr. You got, in. Yeah. You got RDJ in there. You're gonna have Tom Holland, which is awesome, and. Um, you know, and and Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. you know, as Vulture. Yeah, that's going to be kind of cool. It's is going to be an interesting concept. You got these guys that are using the Chitari tech. Yeah. As you know, using it against them. So yeah. That should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I'll see it eventually. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to. If I'm going to run out and see it. We'll I, see. I I think you should. We'll see. All right, yeah. All right, but um, that's. I, mean, I think that's pretty much it. That's everything that we've got on yeah. our list. We ran down the list. We've gone through it all. And, and remember, you can find us now on the iHeartRadio app. Yes. So, yeah, make sure download the iHeartRadio app. Yeah. Uh, in uh, in the Google Play Store, yeah. or iTunes. Uh, I don't know how Windows Phone works, but I don't even think they make Windows Phones anymore. So <laughs> who cares? I think they all use Google Play at this point. Everything, buddy. Yeah. So don't worry about it. But anyway, get the iHeart app. Do uh, do look for us and subscribe. We'd love for you to be uh, regular subscribers to the show. Uh, and also remember, we've got our new uh, Twitter, which is Geek Show Radio. We've got our new Facebook page, and uh, I'm, I'm just gonna say it coming soon a YouTube page where you can find all these episodes that we live stream. So bam, yeah, bam. So go for it, subscribe, listen, and we will catch you later. Stay geeky. Vamos, gatos. <laughs>